Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Appreciate you taking a few moments to listen in today. And and uh, I'll say this probably at the end as well, but I uh, would encourage you if, you, uh, if you appreciate the content, go ahead and take a moment to subscribe. Today, we're going to pick up on uh, talking about uh, some of the people first concepts that we've been talking about here over the last few weeks. And I think probably eventually I'll, I'll put together something a little bit of a, uh, a little bit more of a digestible format uh, in regards to this particular concept, something I'm always constantly thinking about. Most businesses think a lot about profit and uh, and uh, I, I tend to think a lot more about people. I think people need to be elevated sometimes more than profit. Zig Ziglar's old line, and you probably heard me quote this often. You probably heard this quote in many other places often. If we help enough people get what they want, eventually we will get what we want. And I know I kind of probably botched that phrase up a little bit. It's quoted up there a little bit. But uh, just kind of the concept here, if we help enough people get them to where they want to be, uh, that eventually we'll, we, uh, we will get to where we want to be. And I think that primarily comes through our view of people and our, uh, our servant attitude of trying to help people. Uh, today, uh, first uh, uh, time, a little bit of a change in our podcast. My son uh, always helps in the recording and doing the audio. He's sitting here to my left and behind the camera. I have Manny from Crown Media who's come in and is kind of really helping as we go through uh, in my business a rebranding process and then it's going to be helping us in regards to the podcast uh, recording and distribution. So if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, uh, you'll see the visuals uh, will be changing, uh, constantly evolving here. Uh, so you'll be starting to see some changes on, on that end and on the audio end, uh, hopefully uh, we continue to uh, bring value and, uh, and, and increase our value that we bring in our podcast. So uh, today, uh, talking a little bit about putting people first in management. I know in, in prior podcasts, uh, we've talked about encouraging people. We've talked a lot about uh, things that we need to be doing in our business. And I'm going to kind of really narrow this down uh, just to some very simple points. I think many times just uh, reminding ourselves a lot of the basics as it relates to our business, the way that we treat our employees. And this is going to be really earmarked. And eventually, I'll probably record a podcast talking about our, our clients. I know I have in the past as well. Uh, but, uh, but I'm really kind of in recent weeks been focusing on talking about our, our employees, the people that work uh, with us. I don't like uh, saying that these people work for me. I think they really do work alongside me. And I, I hope that if you were to come and, and talk to my uh, talk to, to my employees or my team members, that uh, they would tell you the same thing, that we really are a team and we really work side by side and really try to reach the, uh, the goal. And the goal ultimately is to try to help our clients reach their goals. But putting people first in management. First of all, uh, as a business owner, we need to really be focusing on giving direction and out orders. Uh, I know sometimes, and, I, and unfortunately, I, I even have clients that are this way. You walk into their business, and it's very uncomfortable. They're very demanding owners. You have to do it my way. You have to think my way. Uh, we're always doing it my way. And uh, it may make for a great Frank Sinatra song, but it doesn't necessarily make for, uh, for good management principles. So I, I really uh, think as a, as, a, uh, as a manager in our business, and, and I understand that, uh, uh, that a lot of times we need to be working on our business, but I think really be working in our business is going to require a lot of time managing our employees and uh, going in there and, and really trying to help and develop them and encouraging them. Uh, so uh, we're always coming in with an attitude of wanting to give direction, to try to help our, our employees uh, point them in the direction that they need to go uh, in order to be able to fulfill the purpose that uh, that the, we had there for the business, fulfill the client's purpose, and in many ways to try to fulfill their own individual purpose as well as we talked about over here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so give direction out of order. Don't micromanage or demand things be done always your way. Of course, if I were to walk into a McDonald's, okay, or, or into Dunkin' Donut or Starbucks, of course, I, I want consistency in product. But you know what? Many times there needs to be a little bit of a variation when it comes to, uh, to service. Uh, so uh, th there are some of our clients, uh, quite honestly, that uh, they prefer to uh, work with someone on my staff than work with me. 
uh, there may be more of a, of, a, of a connection there. So I may, I may not, I probably would not be ideal for me to demand my employees to always have the conversation this way, but allow them the liberty to be able to connect with people in their own unique way, to be able to deliver the service maybe in a way that, uh, that, they, um, that they may do a better job many times because they understand the client a little bit of a better way than maybe I would. But always be giving direction as to the process and really giving direction as to the why, the purpose of why we do this, and then the value that it's going to bring to the customer. And of course, I think it always needs to be elevated. Uh, what is the value that we're trying to bring? What is the problem that we are trying to solve? And uh, what is the best process of us from getting from here to there? And uh, that is a, a process of not demanding, but a process of giving direction. Next, uh, correct failures by education, uh, or by educating. So correct failures by educating. Uh, sometimes, and, and uh, I think maybe for many of us, it's, uh, it's kind of our, our natural way of somebody makes a mistake and immediately want to kind of jump down their throats. Uh, but I think many times that we need to celebrate failures. I, Gary Vee and someone uh, that you probably uh, may catch a podcast or listen to uh, from time to time, and, and uh, he always talks about celebrating failures. And I, and I think that's important. Uh, kind of looking at failure as, hey, we've learned one more way of, uh, of, of uh, not doing something or one more way that we shouldn't do something. Uh, but to kind of cel- celebrate our failures, can we understand that uh, once we make a mistake, now I'm not talking about something egregious, uh, something that, uh, that uh, you know, does require us terminating an employee or laying off an employee or, uh, or even um, uh, uh, correcting an employee, uh, but uh, maybe just uh, in, in some way, you know, we just didn't, uh, just didn't deliver things on time the way that we should have. Uh, maybe that conversation, uh, we didn't have that conversation the best way and we felt like we've let our client down or we've let each other down. Uh, but to really kind of use that as the time to come together and to use that as the time to learn. How can we do this better? How can we communicate better? How can we do a better job of, uh, of, uh, of, of this process or improve this process? And uh, so correct failures by using that as an opportunity uh, to, to educate, to develop, to learn. Next, uh, track performance against goals so to reward successes. Uh, sometimes uh, managers, unfortunately, business owners are tracking progress to see who do I need to let go. Okay, instead of tracking progress to see, okay, who's doing the best job in helping us get us to where we want to be, helping our clients uh, get to, to where they want to be, and then how can we use that as a, as a mechanism to really kind of lift the lid or to push the whole team forward? So to track performance against goals, so to reward successes. Next, to delegate with boundaries. I think we're managing in our business, we need to delegate with boundaries. I think, uh, when, and boundaries are important. Uh, so uh, when a task has been given or a, uh, one of our team members is responsible for a particular task or a particular group of tasks, that uh, they aren't constantly uh, have to worry about somebody else coming in and, and, uh, and messing with, uh, with their work. But understand these are the boundaries. This is the area of the business that you're responsible for. I'm going to hold you responsible for it. I want you to bring as much energy, as much creative creativity into that area of the business that uh, that you're responsible for. And I want the other employees to kind of leave them alone. And uh, and likewise for that other uh, other team member to fully understand this is the area of the business you're responsible for. And uh, and and once again uh, uh, that they they work in those particular areas. And then when we have those times that we set aside that we come together and we uh, what are some areas that we're struggling with and and we uh, we we help each other out. So delegate with boundaries. Who does what and for what purpose? And then lastly, we're always equipping our uh, our team members with tools and techniques. 
And I'm not talking about just the tools of a computer or a, or a cell phone or those types of things, but also techniques. I think it's incredibly important that, we, uh, that we're uh, regularly meeting with our employees. And I, and I try to do it here uh, once or twice a month where we'll sit down. And last week, we had the opportunity to spend most of a day in our conference room where we sat down and really kind of uh, using real-life situations with our clients and, and try to figure out what are some things that we need to learn, what are some, what are some areas that we're struggling. And uh, that is one way I'm giving my, uh, my team members the tools that they need to be be able to become more effective at their work. I find out from them what are some areas that they're struggling in so we can come together as a team and improve. That is a, uh, so that is a, an essentially a tool of, a, of an effective meeting. And then we get into the techniques or the processes and how we do things. And then, of course, we can talk about tangible uh, things as well as regards to the tools. And we do that here as well. Just recently, we bought computers and monitors and, and uh, constantly trying to upgrade, uh, spend a lot of money in our technology to try to, bear, to, to, try to help uh, deliver a, more, uh, a better product, a more efficient product. Uh, but I think most of, the, most of the energy needs to be in us meeting together uh, on occasion, uh, working out what needs to be worked on. And through there, uh, that gives them the tools and the techniques that they need to become better at the work that they do. And then for me as a business owner, it really kind of helps me keep the finger on the heartbeat of what's going on inside of the company. So just a few thoughts here on, on what we can do as far as putting people first in management. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you for listening in today. Would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, leave a comment, uh, reach out to me if you'd like, and, uh, and maybe any thoughts that you have. Hope you have a wonderful day.